Hello everyone and welcome back to American Hot Topics. Today's topic is about George Floyd, his funeral, and new information that has come out about his murder. Now George Floyd died on May 25th, 2020, Memorial Day. George Floyd was parked outside a store on 38th Street in Chicago in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He went into the store called Cup Foods, where he's a regular customer at. Uh, they said at first he tried to cash a fake check for $20. Then they turned around and said it was a fake $20 bill that he tried to give them. So George Floyd went back to his car where he had two other passengers in the car with him. And the store had already called the police about a forgery in progress so they approached this car the police and asked him to get out they handcuffed him immediately you saw the video where they stood him on the wall for a while then he sat down then they walked him across the street uh, they leave him on a car then all of a sudden they tried to put him back in the squad car in the back seat and something was going on i don't know whether they were uh um, scuffling with him or what but next thing you know he's out the squad car he's laying face down on the ground and this is where we all see officer Derek Chauvin with his knee to his neck and his back while the other two officers hold him down and another officer was watching uh, while this was going on now a young African-American girl I believe she's 17 years old named Daniela Frazier she started recording Facebook Live, and then there was other people recording with their phones as well. There were people yelling at this officer to tell him to get off of him. He says he can't breathe, you know, and so um, he's calling for his mom, and he says, you're trying to kill me. And in three minutes, they say he was non-responsive. So when he was non-responsive, officers did call the ambulance, but this officer refused to remove his knee from his neck. And by the time the ambulance got there, he was dead because they took his uh, pulse, they said, three times. Um, they gave chest compressions and they said in the ambulance he had no sign of life. So he was pronounced dead at 9.25 p.m. at the hospital. So later on, it comes out, we found out um, from a nightclub owner. Her name is Maya Santeria. She was a Hispanic woman. And she said that Derek Chauvin, the police officer, had worked for her for 17 years and George Floyd had been there one year. The officer worked outside security. George Floyd worked inside. So another co-worker came forth at this nightclub. His name is David Penny. He talked to CBS News. He told them that George Floyd and uh, Officer Derek Chauvin um, did not like each other. They had had arguments um, several times. And the argument was about that Derek Chauvin often 
would act mean towards the black customers. He would argue with them. He would pepper spray them. And he didn't act that way with white customers. So when George Floyd found out about this, I guess he confronted uh, Derek Chauvin about it. And they had arguments about the way he was treating the black customers. So that caused the animosity between them. And so now that's why people are saying, okay, well, this was premeditated. You know, people are now saying, even his brother, Felonius Floyd, who went up to the White House uh, the other day, and he testified about how he wanted police reform. He said his brother's death was premeditated because now we know from people that work there that um, George Floyd and Officer Derek Chauvin did not like each other. So therefore, and they said Derek Chauvin uh, appeared to be a white supremacist. He even had a red hat on. Instead of it saying, make America great again, the hat said, make America white again. So everyone says his charges should be upgraded to first degree murder because it was premeditated. He had planned to kill him. People are suspicious of the people working the store. They call the police on them. They believe uh, they all were in on it to set him up to uh, because they knew he, Derek Chauvin knew he was a regular customer at that store. So, you know, we all got to wait for the body cam to be released and other things to come out. So a lot will come out in the courtroom and I'm pretty sure, you know, as time go on, people will start snitching on each other. The other officer, all the officers are going to start talking against Derek Chauvin, who was a 19-year police veteran. And then you had two rookies out there. And the Asian officer that was standing there um, watching, he's been on the force a a while. don't know how long. So a lot of people are thinking the two rookie officers, because one... Uh, the one named Alexander, I don't know his last name, but uh, he had only been on the job three days. The one named Thomas Lane had only been on the job four days. And they both said they didn't like the fact that um, Derek Chauvin was telling them to hold him down. They didn't agree with that, but they they did what he said because he was like the veteran, the supervisor out there. So, you know... Some people are thinking those two may not get much time at all. You know, they might get two to five years if they get any time at all. Now the Asian officer, two tile, he is cooperating. So I don't know what he's telling them, you know, uh, but we won't know until they get the trial going. I believe Thomas Lane was getting out on, on bail this week. And so, um, um then we know um george floyd had a memorial service in minneapolis where celebrities came out a lot of people came out uh tiffany haddish um kevin hart uh rapper master p ti and um uh i think the governor of um, minnesota was there so 
then they had another service in North Carolina, of course, and then in Houston, Texas, where he was laid to rest next to his mom. Um, they had Al Sharpton, the eulogy, and the singer Neo. He sung. Now Neo uh, is on American Idol with J Lo. He also um, sung the song "It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday." Now some people were getting on him about the comment he made before he sung the song where he said, I'd like to thank George Floyd for making the sacrifice for my children won't have to be uh, killed by the police or something he said. And people were like, why would you say a sacrifice? But a lot of people supported him and say, well, I understood what you're saying. Sometimes people, when they are upset or they're, or they're nervous or something, they might say, the wrong thing you know so what he meant to say is um you know George Floyd's death was like a sacrifice uh to free others from this white supremacy in America so maybe God may uh use him as a sacrifice and um and his death as a sacrifice for the freedom of others uh, black people that's being uh, mistreated in America. So we understood what he was saying. Uh, sometimes things don't come out right. Even when I'm talking on this podcast, I might say the wrong thing. But at least on the podcast, I can I can go back and erase it if I want, or I can leave it as it is. But you know, when you're doing stuff, something live, you know, sometimes it just comes out wrong. So. We respect what you were saying. I understand what you were saying, Neil. So, you know, we know he didn't mean no harm. And then you had Al Sharpton. The main thing that stood out, people say, is the part where he said, we got a lot of punks in the pool pits. And he wasn't talking about gay. He's talking about like pastors, black pastors, uh, not speaking out about police brutality uh, in the black community and, and white supremacists, you know. They're speaking out now, or they only speak out when they get called out on it, but a lot of them never spoke about it, you know. And so he's saying, y'all acting like y'all scared to speak out against white supremacists and uh, bad police officers in your com- in the black community. And a lot of these black people are attending your church service every Sunday and you are not uh, speaking about it or saying anything uh, positive to them about um, police brutality and white supremacy. And so that's why he was calling them punks, you know. Didn't see a lot of pastors out there protesting with the people either. It might have been a few, but it wasn't a whole lot. So, you know, he's saying pastors need to step up and 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 support the black community who support them. You know, they're putting money in that tray every week. And uh, which and and, and and they're making a living off these black community putting money in their tray, but they're not uh you know, doing things to give back to the black community. 
especially some of these mega churches that should be out here feeding the homeless and 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 doing things with the drug uh, programs and helping homeless uh, and whatever, supporting them when they're going through problems with police brutality in the community and white supremacy. So yeah, pastors do need to speak up. You shouldn't have had to take this for them to speak up. So now some people to the point where I don't want to hear what you got to say. Why you had to wait till George Floyd died before you said something? You know, so. Um, but as far as me, I've always spoke out against racism. I started speaking out against it probably back in 2008 because I had problem with white police officers. I've had problem with white supremacy. And I started speaking out about it, even though I was in a, uh, alone by myself because a lot of black people won't speak out about it. They're scared to speak up about it, you know? And so it's like you in a battle by yourself, you know? But I said, I'm gonna keep, it's like a marathon. I'm gonna keep running this race and keep talking about it and, and speaking up about it because it's not right. Whether anybody was on my side or not, you know? Is uh, and and now, you know, it's like now, I've I've crossed that finish line. It's like a victory lap, you know. As as the rapper Nipsey Hussle say, a marathon you run it till you cross that finish line, and now you got a victory lap. I can take the torch now and pass it on to somebody else, cause I've already ran the race far as when it come down to racism everybody know I've always spoke out about it whether anybody agree with me there's people try to act like they didn't know what I was talking about a lot of them act like they're scared to speak up about it and I'm talking about black people and uh but I always you know even but seemed like last year I was I'm like I was kind of running out of energy with it you know it's like you're running that race but you're slowing down like you know what maybe I should give up but not really. I was still, but now I don't have to speak no more. It's global now. George Floyd, death changed the world. It's global now. Everybody's talking about white supremacy. Everybody's talking about police brutality and blacks not being treated right in America. Everybody's protesting over in UK and Africa and, uh, um, just everywhere and getting support. Matter of fact, George Floyd's family um, had a GoFundMe account and the GoFundMe account had over 500,000 people donated and they got they gotten over like $13 million so far. It might be more than that. That was, that was last Friday. So if people still giving, it, it might be up to $20 million by now. So their family can take that money and, and split it up and, and um, you know, live off of it. And, and of course, they need money to fight their court case or whatever. Um, but because you never know what kind of backlash they're going to get from all of this being in the media. You never know if they're going to get blackballed and can't get a job because their last name is Floyd and they some kin of them. So that money that come in is going to be needed if they can't find work or they just suddenly get fired from their job because their last name is Floyd, you know, so uh, you don't know when the backlash is going to start. 
because uh, we're already seeing backlash out there where um, uh, the back Black Lives Matter were protesting in New York, no, New Jersey, and, and the white guy uh, waited for them to come down the street and he had his knee on uh, on his friend's neck and he was saying, oh, you know, forget uh, George Floyd, all lives matter, your black life don't matter. You know, he was he had his Trump signs out there and he, he was just showing his racist side even then. He got fired from his job, of course. He worked at FedEx. The other guy that was out there with him, he was a prison um prison guard so he got suspended he may lose his job because how you gonna you can't be a prison guard if you are racist you gonna that means you're gonna mistreat the black prisoners because of how you are you're because of how you think towards a black life the black life don't matter to you so that means you're gonna mistreat that person so we don't know about him but you know here in michigan we just had a a uh, young biracial boy, he's half black, half white. He gets attacked by a white supremacist at a, just being at a park. And the white supremacist told him his music was too loud. And so he wouldn't turn it down. So the white supremacist goes to his car and get a chain and, and bust him in the face with a chain and knock three of his teeth out and, and fracture his jaw. You know, and he ain't even all the way black, he biracial. But, you know, when a white supremacist see anything black, they don't care if it's biracial or 100% black. They just don't like you. And so, and then some people, some of them are just angry and they want to lash out at somebody. So, uh, of course, we knew the backlash. And then he had a white lady attacking a, a Mexican girl in, in Arizona. She was in a gas station. And, the white lady told her this was her country. She told the Mexican girl, go back to your country. And the girl said, hey, I was born over here in America. You don't tell me. And she tried to grab the Mexican girl. She slapped her in the face. And so uh, uh, I seen another video where a white lady was attacking a Mexican woman. So, you know, some people just want to uh, unleash on anybody they see. So. But me, I didn't participate in the uh, protesting or anything. I just had to stay at home. But I do thank those that all went out there and protested. Uh, you know, I feel like they all protested for me on my behalf. So I'd like to thank them all for getting out there. But like I said, I've already been out there running the race and, and, and going to police stations, filing complaints and, and getting nowhere. You know, so I've already been fighting for this a long time so I'm, I'm taking a break George Floyd's death has allowed me to take a break from it all so don't mean racism over with don't mean police brutality over with until the laws has changed there there's still it's always going to be racism in America uh, and so you know but until um, the laws are changed for law officers I suggest you all be careful coming in contact with them suggest you black people uh, stay out of all white neighborhoods um, and so just got to be careful out there with the racial tension that's going on right now and so you all remember there's still coronavirus out there so practice good hand washing keep wear your mask in public um, you know keep your house sanitized keep yourself in prayer 
And I'd like to thank you all for listening to American Hot Topics. You all have a great day.